the Bloodbot can boldly and confidently claim there is no book like our book in the entire earth. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verses 5 through 8 declares the nature of the Holy Scriptures. Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me that ye should do so in the land whither ye go to possess it. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations, which shall hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what nation is there so great? Who hath God so nigh unto them, as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? And what nation is there so great, that hath statutes and judgments so righteous as all this law, which I have set before you this day? The majority text Holy Bible claims to be the inerrant and perfect truth of the Creator Himself. This book was authored by God and penned by His holy men. And if this is all true, then this beautiful book will stand supreme above all other books. All of its commandments and precepts, all of its histories and miraculous accounts are true and righteous altogether. We should not be surprised that everything revolves around a book. Everything we see, everything we touch, and certainly our entire bodies have been totally spoken into existence by the power of the invisible words of God. It is totally a word-sourced issue. God is the Word, John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Imagine that every sentence in the Bible is a piece of God. The world is being flooded with New English Bible translations that have added and subtracted thousands of words from the beautiful book. When reading your Bible, be sure it is an authorized King James Version of the Bible known as the AKJV. For more information on this subject, visit the God Said, Man Said, Which Bible series. Changing the words changes your picture of God, and that is a very big deal. Revelations 19.13 speaks of Jesus Christ and states, and His name is called the Word of God. These words are not printer's ink and paper. They are alive. John 1, verse 14, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glories of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. There is no book like our book in the entire earth. Dear visitor, have you yet to be born again? Born a literal second time, this time of the Spirit of God? In just a few moments, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt. And if you follow from your heart, everything changes for you today. In the beautiful book, Jesus makes this dazzling statement to Nicodemus in John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Born again. How mysterious and supernatural, yet so childlike simple. Today all your sin and your shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today all of, this, all of the devil's bondages in your life will be broken. No matter how daunting they appear, 
the chains will shatter and fall to the ground. You will be clean and free. Today, the beautiful book will become yours. Here is the simple prompt I promised. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Matthew twenty-four thirty-two through 34. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know the summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. God said, Jeremiah 24, 1 and 2. The Lord showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord, after that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the princes of Judah, with the carpenters and smiths from Jerusalem, and had brought them to Babylon. One basket had very good figs, even like the figs that are first ripe, and the other basket had very naughty figs, which could not be eaten, they were so bad. God said, Genesis 3, verse 7, And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Man said, I'm too busy to consider God. One day, if I have time, I'll give him some thought, and maybe. You see, Darwin has made God irrelevant. Well, at least that's what my professor says. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1175, that will once again certify the bona fides of the beautiful book. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and offered as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. No one but the Father knows the exact day and exact hour Jesus will return for the church, but we are given specific signs and instructed to watch. The signs listed in the God Said, Man Said, 21 Signs of Doomsday series are walking amongst us in plain sight, but the world at large is oblivious to them, willingly oblivious. This, of course, should be no surprise when the Lord Jesus says in Matthew seven fourteen, And few there be that find it. Jesus wants us to learn a parable of the fig tree. In Matthew 24, Jesus prophesies of the events leading up to the end of the world as we know it and makes that above statement. From Matthew 32 through 45, you'll read these words. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise, when you shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. 
so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. There shall be two in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour the Lord doth come. But know this, that if the goodman of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Etymology is the study of language, of alphabets, characters, words, word formations, and the like. One fun, uh, foundational rule or law that especially applies to word definitions is the law of first occurrence. This law declares that the definition of a word is established in its first occurrence or use. The first time the fig tree is mentioned in the scriptures is in Genesis chapter 3, verse 7. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. The fig leaf aprons were a result of an act of unbelief, Eve believed Satan's words over God's, and disobedience, eating of the forbidden fruit. Grandmother Eve ate of the forbidden fruit, Adam followed suit, and their eyes were opened. When their eyes opened, they realized they were naked, and so their remedy was fig leaves. The leaves of the fig marked the beginning of the law of sin and death. The fig tree marked the end of Adam and Eve's immortality and saw them booted out of paradise. The fig tree marked the beginning of a long and ever-expanding list of man's substitutes looking to replace God's only way of escape, who is Jesus Christ the righteous. Nakedness represents man's sin, and man's solution, as it was with the fig leaves, is always just another way. Hebrews 9:11 through 14 But Christ, being come in high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctified to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Instead of fig leaves, God covers Adam and Eve's nakedness with animal skins, a blood sacrifice. Genesis 3.21, Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothes them. The animal sacrifice to cover man's initial sin was a shadow of the sacrifice Christ Jesus made on Calvary. The scriptures teach that the Old Testament was the shadow of and the schoolmaster to bring all things to Christ, the sufficiency. Keep in mind these three points. Number one, God knows the end from the beginning. Number two, the Old Testament, and especially the blood sacrifice for sin, is a shadow of the New Testament Christ who fulfilled the law. And number three, Revelation thirteen eighteen speaks of Jesus Christ and makes this telling statement. The Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Jesus said, Now learn a parable of the fig tree. 
in Jeremiah chapter 24, 1 through 10, Israel is the figs of the fig tree. The Lord showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord, after that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the princes of Judah, with the carpenters and smiths from Jerusalem, and had brought them to Babylon. One basket had very good figs, even like the figs that are first ripe, and the other basket had very naughty figs, which could not be eaten, they were so bad. Then said the Lord unto me, What seest thou, Jeremiah? And I said, Figs. The good figs very good, and the evil very evil. They cannot be eaten. They are so evil. Again the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, Like these good figs, so will I acknowledge them that are carried away captive of Judah, whom I have sent out of this place into the land of the Chaldeans for their good. For I will set mine eyes upon them for good, and I will bring them again to this land, and I will build them and not pull them down, and I will plant them and not pluck them up, and I will give them an heart to know me, that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God, for they shall return unto me with their whole heart. And as the evil figs, which cannot be eaten, they are so evil, surely thus saith the Lord, so will I give Zedekiah, the king of Judah, and his princes, and the residue of Jerusalem that remain in this land, and them that dwell in the land of Egypt, and I will deliver them to be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth for their hurt, to be a reproach, and a proverb, a taunt, and a curse in all places whither I shall drive them. And I will send the sword, the famine, and the pestilence among them, till they be consumed from off the land that I gave unto them and to their fathers." The following excerpts are from the God Said, Man Said feature 21 Signs of Doomsday, Part 1. Jeremiah was an Old Testament prophet who prophesied of God's judgment against the rebellious Israelites. He was there when the Babylonian troops laid siege to Jerusalem and destroyed the Israelite armies. For nearly two and a half millennia, with the exception of a handful of years, Israel ceased to exist as an autonomous nation. In 70 A.D., they rebuilt, uh, rebelled excuse me, against their Roman masters and were totally decimated. Jerusalem and the temple were destroyed, and their people scattered to the four corners of the earth, where they remained until the 1900s. Just after the many horrors of World War II, the United Nations declared Israel to be an official state. To be precise, it was May 14, 1948. After thousands of years, Israel was restored to the world's modern geographical lexicon, just as God said it would be nearly 2,500 years earlier, again a place on the world's map, a new budding nation. Keep in mind, the new budding nation and the good fix that God said will return to their homeland, Israel, as you read what Jesus said in Matthew 24, 32 through 34. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know the summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all things be fulfilled. Jesus said, learn a parable of the fig tree. A parable by definition contains a hidden parallel message. 
Much of Christianity sees the parable of the fig tree as Christ's referral to the Jeremiah prophecy. Israel represented in Jeremiah as the figs correlates well with the parable of the fig tree. Jesus said in Mark thirteen twenty eight and through 30, Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When her branch is yet tender and poureth forth leaves, ye know that summer is near. So ye in like manner, when ye shall see these things come to pass, know that it is nigh even at the doors. Verily I say unto you that this generation shall not pass till all things be done. The fig tree is putting forth leaves, and the figs are returning to Israel in droves to participate in the battle of all time, the battle of Armageddon. In the Lord's parable of the fig tree, he makes this telling statement in Matthew twenty-four thirty-four of those who see the fig tree, but verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. This generation shall not pass. If our assessment of the fig tree in the 1948 emergence of Israel is a, as a nation is correct, then the generation that saw 1948 will not pass until all that Jesus declared in the cited passages is fulfilled. Using the Bible lifespan of 70 years as stated in Psalm 90, verse 10, simple addition of 70 years to 1948 yields an outside date of 2018. But keep in mind that Jesus did not say all would be fulfilled when the generation that saw the budding of the fig tree came to an end, but the generation would not pass until all was fulfilled. The fig tree is budded. And the generation born in 1948 is passing very quickly. But do keep in mind, some are still here. End of quote. Just as Adam and Eve's fig leaf aprons mark the entrance of the law of sin and death along with the end of paradise on earth, the budding of the fig tree portends the destruction of the world as we know it, a destruction finalized at a world war event known as the Battle of Armageddon. Jesus said, now learn the parable of the fig tree. God has a controversy with the world's fig leaf substitutes and all its names of blasphemy, and at Armageddon it will be settled. The Old Testament prophet Isaiah pens these dark and foreboding words in Isaiah 34, 1 through 8. Come near, ye nations, to hear and hearken, ye people. Let the earth hear, and all that is therein, the world and all things that come forth of it. For the indignation of the Lord is upon all nations, and his fury upon all their armies. He hath utterly destroyed them. He hath delivered them to the slaughter. Their slain also shall be cast out, and their stink shall come up out of their carcasses, and the mountains shall be melted with their blood. And all the hosts of heaven shall be dissolved, and the heavens shall be rolled together as a scroll, and all their hosts shall fall down as the leaf falleth off from the vine and as a falling fig from the fig tree. For my sword shall be bathed in heaven. Behold, it shall come down upon Idumea and upon the people of my curse to judgment. The sword of the Lord is filled with blood. It is made fat with fatness and with the blood of lambs and goats, with the fat of the kidneys of rams. For the Lord hath a sacrifice in Basra, and a great slaughter in the land of Idumea. And the unicorn shall come down with them, and the bullocks with the bulls. And their land shall be soaked with blood, and their dust 
made fat with fatness. For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year of recompense for the controversy of Zion. Jeremiah twenty-five thirty-one. For the Lord hath a controversy with the nations. The controversy is whether the word of God is, in, is true and righteous altogether, or if Satan's substitutes are superior. God's word makes this statement to the children of Israel in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. The controversy is whether Jesus Christ is God's only begotten Son, the Messiah, the King of glory, and the only name under heaven by whereby we must be saved. Acts chapter 4, 10 through 12. Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The controversy is whether God created all things visible and visible by Christ Jesus, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2. And if God is the God of all gods, the controversy is whether Galatians 6, 7, and 8 is true or false. Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. The controversy will soon be settled. The fig tree plays an ominous part in world history. Not only does it mark the beginning of the law of sin and death and every dread deed, this same fig tree is also the ticking clock that tells the time of the carnal world's appointment with destruction. Again, Matthew twenty-four thirty-two through 34. Now learn the parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know the summer is nigh. So likewise, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. In this passage, Jesus enumerates the following end days calamities. Many shall come in his name and will deceive many. There will be wars and rumors of wars. Nations shall rise against nation. There will be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes. Jesus says these are all are the beginning of sorrows. He continues by saying that his followers would face persecution and death, the hatred of all nations for Christ's name's sake. Many shall be offended and betray one another and shall hate one another. There will be many false prophets. The love of many will wax cold. The gospel preached around the world, and then shall the end come. Jesus warns, the abomination of desolation shall stand in the holy place. Those in Judea will flee into the mountains. Then shall be great tribulation, such as the world has never seen or never shall see again. The sun shall be darkened. The moon shall not give her light. The stars shall fall from the sky. Then appears the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and they shall see his coming in the clouds of heaven. His angels shall gather together his elect, and but as the days of Noah were.
The day of the Lord, the day of his great judgment, is knocking at the door. Zechariah chapter 14, verses 2 through 5 and verse 12 say this, For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the city shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a very great valley. And half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Isaiah. Yea, ye shall flee like as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with him. And this shall be the plague, wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongues shall consume away in their mouth. Revelation chapter 16. 15 through 21. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found." And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. All nations will gather to the battle of Armageddon, and it took a budding fig tree. It took Israel back on the world globe once again. If we are reading the parable correctly, the generation that was born in 1948, will not pass until all is fulfilled. The alarm signals are flashing red. The fig tree represents two very ominous world-ending bookends, one in the Garden of Eden and once more that is finalized at Armageddon. All the nations will gather against the seed of Abraham to fall under the hand of the world-ending judgment of God. And it took a fig tree. It requires an Israel on the earth once again. God is preparing to settle the controversy with Satan's filthy substitutes that began in Eden. God will settle the score, and it appears that this time is very close. Prepare to meet your God. Doomsday approaches. Concerned? Visit further with Jesus and get covered. God said, Matthew twenty-four thirty-two through 34 
Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branches yet tender and porteth forth leaves, ye know the summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. God said, Jeremiah 24, 1 and 2. The Lord showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord, after that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the princes of Judah, with the carpenters and smiths from Jerusalem, and had brought them to Babylon. One basket had very good figs, even like the figs that are first ripe, and the other basket had very naughty figs, which could not be eaten, they were so bad." God said, Genesis 3, verse 7, And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Man said, I'm too busy to consider God. One day, if I have time, I'll give him some thought, maybe. You see, Darwin has made God irrelevant. Well, at least that's what my professor says. Now you have the record. 